You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. another dollar another return of the mighty shorts so curtis you've not yeah. been in your country you've been in another country what up well i mean they're both kind of my country aren't they well i mean it's my I, country i guess you I'm like that dude in uh, I thought it was Braveheart, and he's like ireland it's mm. mine i thought you defected yeah. to thought you rode off the u.s and uh and swore <laughs> yourself to the queen <laughs> I, I don't claim I don't claim the U.S. Oh. I, I ain't from that hood no more. Right. Oh, so you're like a sleeper agent waiting <clears throat> in the slums. Slums <laughs> is a bit rough. In the suburbs of uh, England for your moment to strike if called upon. No, man. No, fuck that. <laughs> no, I just. I. It's funny because everything I thought I missed about America, yeah. like when I got back to America for the first time in, in all four years now, uh, I didn't miss it that much. <laughs> I realized I did not miss everything that fucking much, man. Yeah. Well, that, well, that is a good thing then. Because if you went back and you're like, I miss this so much. I've made a terrible mistake. That would be like the worst. I miss, um, I miss burritos. You said they're hard miss... to get in the UK. Some insane. Oh, so hard, dude. We had one place where we could get burritos, and that shut down. It's the fucking worst. Have you considered making your own? It's not actually that hard. Yeah, yeah, but you know, come on. You're looking very defensive. Can make it. (laughs) It's not the same as going somewhere and providing it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I want, I want someone to make me a burrito. Yes. And I but preferably maybe a cup of na- a couple of uh, nachos to go with it. There you go. You know, on and, the side uh, or before? Know. Do you like a nachos entree and then enjoy a burrito, or do you like to like be enjoying the burrito and then sampling a nacho on the side? I think I think really if I've got a big like fat burrito, then maybe I only just need like chips with some dipping cheese, yeah, like okay. some nacho cheese to dip some it in. Chili con queso really think kind I of scenario. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. It's hot. There we go. That's what we right. need. Welcome to but, burrito. Uh, no, cast, no, it's, that's that's the the trade off in England. Huh. You don't get Mexican food, but you got fucking Indian food everywhere, and yeah. I fucking love Indian food. Yeah, so, guess it's okay. It works out. Do you like a, what? What are we talking? If you if you're going to an Indian, are you after like a vindaloo, or what are you getting? Oh, I I do like uh, I like a thing the the vinegary hot sauces. You know, like a vindaloo is really good. Yeah. Um, Madras. Is yeah, really oh, good. I like, um, I, I like a, a. um Do you like a sog? I like a lot of the sog. I, I love a sog. Oh, sog paneer, like Ooh, the the let's go the cheese and <laughs> yeah. 
uh, cheese and spinach. Oh, that's good, man. You can tell Kirsten and I stuff. are both hungry. We will talk about being hungry before this started, and we were already <laughs> delved into food. Well, you, got, you got screwed out of a Mc, uh, McDonald's biscuit, didn't you? Yeah, so. yeah. I almost, I, uh, I've had the rewards app on my McDonald's uh, thing for a while, right? And it's had a glitch. I, I am, I'm a fiend for McDonald's. It's my favorite. Uh, but like, I've had a you build up points, and I've had a glitch where whenever I redeem a free coffee they also give me a free mcmuffin which is like the best deal i've had like three of them and then today i was like to curtis you're gonna hear this happen live as i get this free mcmuffin and he heard it happen but then once i got to the window i guess like the manager was on duty and he had sleuthed it he's like hey the thing wasn't working properly can i just see what the code is i go yeah it's this or whatever and he goes and what's that for and i'm like it's a coffee and then you guys were just saying something about a muffin and he's like oh no that was just a glitch sorry about that i have to do it i'm like okay and i'm like fuck thwarted and he's like you're not getting it i'm like sure i've got curtis on my customer i'm like shush curtis they, they know that i know <laughs> so, they're onto me yeah they're on get out of here peel out i just like arc out of the thing but either way i got my free coffee and i'm sipping it now um anyway for anybody listening that hasn't heard this show before tell them who we are curtis well, what is up? We are the the king of shorts, the kings of pod style, the international wrestling grand pricks. That right there, that's your bad friend, Rafe Houston. What up? And I'm your good friend, Curtis Spears. And we are the boys from the shorts, boys from the shorts, the Okada Shorts podcast. The boys from the shorts. That's a new one. I, I have no shorts. problem with it. Uh, it's been a hot second uh, since we've had a chance to talk. Uh, we'd done our, our episode, I think it was just, was it just after I got back? I think it was. And then you had to go away yourself. Uh, I had a lovely chat with the one and only Jack J. Bonza from PWA, newest member of the Bullet Club just recently. And that how cool is that? That was it was dope, and he was a, he's a hardworking man. He's as intense as you think he, think he is in the ring, and I really enjoyed our conversation. Curtis hasn't stern, listened man. to the interview yet because he doesn't value my friendship, but uh, he's planning to get <laughs> to that tomorrow. He said, and he, he'll give me a full review. Uh, but I did, unfortunately, because he was on a plane at the exact time that interview could happen, he couldn't be a part of it. But we've got more stuff in the yeah. works, and we're looking forward to some other future chats with the faces of new Japan pro wrestling. Yeah. Unfortunately we did have, we did have an interview cancel on us the, the same day that I was meant to get on the plane, um, which is fine. Cause that means I got to sleep in a little bit before I got on the plane and couldn't sleep. So as somebody who does okay. interviews all the time, that's just the nature of it. You know what I mean? People are giving up their time to try yeah. and give it to us and we're super grateful for it. So it's not, not going to be an issue and we're always going to roll with the punches and make it work. The great news is, is that we get to hang out and talk to each other, which is one of our favorite things to do. So it all works out. Yeah. Wrestlers are busy people. You and I are not busy people. What are you talking so about? We can sit here and just so, chat shit all we want. I'm so fucking busy. I can't even tell you. I was just oh, finished telling shit. you that I can't fucking do any podcast for the next two weeks. Yeah. Only, only because you're busy on those specific Fridays. We could find another day. I mean, there's all the work and everything in there, but you know, work-life balance, podcast life balance. Anyway, we're not going to fight this out now. What we are going to do, <laughs> look at it, just fucking in a tizzy already. Uh, we are going to talk about Burning Spirit. I think that's the name of the show. It seems yeah. like a while ago uh, because we really enjoyed it. And then we're going to do our best case, worst case scenarios for the upcoming World Tag League and Super Junior Tag Leagues. We're pumped for all these teams. 
and we're going to break it all down. So before we jump into any New Japan talk, is there any fun stories you need to share now that we're done lamenting burritos in the USA? Any other cool, dope things that you got up to? Yeah, uh, so I would like to shout out my friend's gaming store in Cheyenne, Wyoming, the best damn uh, game store in the Front Range area, the high desert plains, the uh, the the foothills, if you would. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we could shout out Olympus Comics and Games, mm-hmm. um, just the fucking best. I I went to a, uh, a charity event that I haven't gone to for years there, and it felt so good to be amongst my friends playing games for good reasons again. Mm-hmm. Um, so many board games, so many, you know, Warhammer and things like that going on. If you want to hear all about it, we'll talk all about it on the Throw and Dice podcast. But I would love to shout out for uh, CJ and Kyle at uh, Olympus Comics and Games. Please look them up. They are great. They will fucking handle your business if you're looking for anything that has to do with your geekery. Um, I was helping CJ paint a whole bunch of minis. And he gave me a big ass fucking Horus Heresy Sickerin battle tank here, still oh, in the in the. That is huge. Right next to me, still uh-huh. in the fucking uh, Saran wrap. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm gonna put that some bitch together and take it and fucking do some dirty with it. It's gonna yeah, be great. Yeah. Well, while while we're we're shouting out people giving us Warhammer and stuff, uh, I have a fucking big ass kill team Nachmund box here that my friend Chris Kong. And uh, Adele Neski gave me for my birthday just recently. So shout out Chris and Adele. Did you guys are really I, awesome. Oh, did I, I tell you that my my gaming group we're going to be doing uh, kill team? No, you did not. No, my game. Yeah, we we've decided that. Uh, so uh, have you ever heard of the the Badab War? It's like the second heresy, basically. No. Okay. No. Um, well, the, don't want to get too far into the geekery, into the weeds here, but um, <laughs> yeah, the Badab War was basically the second Space Marine Civil War. Oh. Um, we've all picked a we've all picked a uh, a Space Marine Legion that was mm-hmm. in the Badab War, mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing kill teams based around that. So I chose the Red Scorpions. I've got some models. I'm going to uh, you know do them up kill team with the kill team rules and paint them up like the Red Scorpions and take them out against the Astral Claws or the Mantis Warriors. It's going to be fucking dope that is cool um i don't play anymore like i used to when i was in high school and stuff like that and chris has slowly been dragging me back in kicking and screaming and i've mostly been just kind of painting stuff i've got a new doggy now so that is hard on the back burner you can't paint carefully when you're being bitten and stuff but uh our goal (laughs) is to play some kill team games because we've now got shit yeah. We've got two box sets now. We've got Nakmund and we've got the uh the first one, you know, with the orcs and stuff in it. So we've got a fuckload of scenery and a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah. We'll see how we go. And I I, well, I Warhammer even, is for big swinging dicks. Exactly so right. And I like to think that the Venn diagram of wrestling fan and nerd is is pretty severely into each one. So <laughs> so there'll be some people that, that listen to this that probably circle. like it. If you are a listener of Okada Shorts and you like wargaming and stuff, hit us up. We would love to know that there's a, a bit of a, an overlap there. Anyway, let's talk about New Japan, bro. What did you think of Burning Spirit? Let's break down that that show real quick because it was it was quite um, a good show. They've, they've been putting out quality content, man. I was watching this show on my mom's laptop in the hotel room because it was going on while I was on the plane. So unfortunately I wasn't able to watch it live. Um, but 
it was it was a very good show. I think the main event was fantastic, as as everyone else did as well. Um, I I really like the FTR versus uh, Cobb and Ocon match. I yes. thought that was great. Um, it I mean it wasn't exactly FTR versus Aussie Open, but it was still really fucking good. And I mean, like FTR, like people give them a lot of shit because they're, they're the IWGP tag team champions and they're not really on any tours. They're not in world tag league, things like that. But when they show up for a new Japan event, man, they show out. Yeah. So absolutely. Do you think that match is kind of the end of Cobb and Khan sort of doing tag stuff. Do you and Okan, sorry, doing tag stuff. Do you think now we'll maybe see them split because they were really an undefeated team up until this point, right? Like even when they lost the titles and stuff, it was other people getting pinned and and things like that. So now that they've been beaten by FTR, is that like a full stop on Khan on the Cobb for now? And we're obviously heading towards uh, Aussie Open sort of being the United Empires premier tag team i think i think so i think they pivoted pretty hard away from Cobb and ocon yeah. um and i think that's that's just a thing like those guys were they were great together they were yeah. thrown together though uh-huh. you know they weren't an established tag team yeah. and now you know that was also in the the infancy of the united empire uh-huh. and so when you have a great tag team look at how i'm fucking on fire tonight because i'm awake you are like, so awake, I'm, and we're recording so much later than we normally do. What time is it there with you now? One forty-seven a.m. One forty-seven a.m. Two in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's nine forty-seven a.m. here. Either way, you're kind of hitting towards the end of when you're. I'm actually awake. awake. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually fucking awake. Still I love popping. it. No, no. I think they pivoted away from. Uh, they pivoted away from Khan and Okab because they do have an established tag team now to come in and do the established tag team work. Yeah. So. That's cool. And I, that's not to say that Cobb and Ocon weren't a great tag team. They were a great tag team. And some of those, some of those, um, I guess, cobbled together, for lack of a better term, um, tag teams could be really great. Techers started out that way. You yes. Know? Um, and, and God knows how amazing they are. Yep. And uh, I thought Ibushi and Ibushi and Tanahashi were fucking fantastic when they were thrown together. So, like, sometimes a cobbled together tag team can be fantastic. But when you have two tag teams as good as FTR and Aussie open who have already thrown down once mm-hmm. fuck it, dude, let's do it live. Let's do it in the dome. Let's yeah. do it. For, let's do it for all the stars. Yeah. Let's get the know? world talking about it. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, we'll get into world tag to ta- uh, world tag league lineups, but Okan's with Hanare there. Like uh, uh, Cobb isn't on that tour. So I think that probably speaks volumes that they're going to separate them and have them both do you know, single stuff for now. And I, I think Okan has a, a huge upside as a singles wrestler in that company, you know, with everything Absolutely. happening. I think they also didn't intend or didn't know that Okan would become like the hero of the Japanese people. You know what I mean? So like where he was sort of, you know, Will Ospreay's enforcer and doing tag stuff. Now he's arguably one of the biggest stars in the company and one of the biggest stars, in, you know, number two to... Osprey in the Empire. So, you know, those are the things that you've got to got to take into account. Um let, let's run it back from Absolutely. the start real quick and then we'll um we'll sort of get through to that. So do you have do you have the lineup? I got the lineup. I'm the organized Look one today. You. I know, right? Uh so 
first match was the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match, and it was the challengers Lij Bushi and our boy Titan versus the United Empire Francesco Akira and TJP. Uh, the this was fucking good, eh? Yeah, this was good. It was really good. I I enjoy Bushi and Titan together. I think that's a really fun tag team, and I think uh, this felt like the start of their story. You know what I mean? Of course, they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not as established as uh, United Empire, who have picked up wins and have moves and stuff. But they kind of begin to tell that story that uh, maybe Bushi and Titan, if they get on the same page, they could be a good tag team. So that's interesting. I loved the finish to this match. Mm-hmm. I thought the closing stretch was killer. I think the leaning tower is a fucking awesome finishing it move. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was just loving it. Loving life. I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I love Teton. You know, I love Teton. Yeah. So like getting to see him like fighting for a, a belt right away mm-hmm. in L, you know, in, uh, in LIJ was fucking awesome. Um, I think they threw down. It's, it's so wild that like, United Empire had such a fucking awesome night that night. Yeah. Right? That was like the United Empire show. Yeah, exactly. So. And you know what? They're, they're doing a fucking awesome job. And I mean, we'll talk about United Empire throughout this entire night and sort of where it all ends up and where it's going and things like that. But like the vibe that the United Empire found and from starting this as this sort of like awkward kind of faction, you know, that essentially didn't feel cool at the start. And then starting to bring in members and you're like, oh, that's kind of a weird choice or whatever. And you see TJP pop up and you're like, is this the least cool faction like going? And then they slowly start to find their vibe, right? They start to find the crowns up thing. And then now they've sort of found the suits and like said so they're all like whenever they're all not in their wrestling gear, they're now always wearing those like black suits with the ties and stuff like that. They look like, you know, Yakuza or salarymen or whatever, you know, from Japan. They're just like they're really starting to get it now and then bringing in Gideon Gray and like, you know, he's not like an amazing wrestler, but he's a guy that can take bumps and he's this great talker who like sets the tone for everything. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're really putting a lot of character work in and making it a, a sort of must-see stable. It's, it's true. Like I think a lot of that had to be the fact that they started during the, you know, quarantine and things yeah. like that. They couldn't bring in as many people as they wanted to. Um, excuse me normally i'm on the mute button for that um th- yeah, because everything was so awkward for so long it kind of felt like they were awkward yes you know and now that now that the world has opened up uh, a little bit more we can actually see that we can actually see that the, the talent that they have running wild throughout this fucking faction is insane yeah. I mean, and it's it's so weird that it's like a Gaijin stable now. We shouldn't say the G word. Sorry, that's kind of a slur, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's it's kind of weird that it's a it's a foreigner stable. Yeah. Where you know for years Bullet Club was the foreigner stable, and and maybe it's just this is another this is another bit of evidence that Bullet Club's on its way out. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. But know. It does have a different vibe from Bullet Club. Yeah. Exactly. I don't. I don't know if it's Bullet Club's on the way out. I think. I think Bullet Club's got way too much money in it and name value and all that. But I think the I think they've got a completely different vibe to Bullet Club, you know? If anything, this feels more like chaos. Like the original yeah, sort of the badass chaos kind of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you could see it sort of replacing that. But either way, they're doing their own thing and they're they're finding it. And and I wonder, you know what? We'll we'll speculate more on United Empire like towards the end when we talk about Will Ospreay's match and everything like that. But but uh, the next match is a United Empire match. It was. Uh, the Source Alex Zane, the Rebel David Finlay, Toru Yano, and my girlfriend Hiroshi Tanahashi versus basically the entire United Empire, Gideon Gray, Aaron Hanare, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis for Aussie Open. Um, this was an enjoyable were, time, my dude. Like another, yeah, you another, were down with this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I had heaps of fun with it. I like, like I said again, I like Gideon Gray's inclusion. And it almost felt like a sort of um, a display by Aussie Open and Hanare that like they kind of won this in a handicap match essentially because Gideon Gray isn't really a real wrestler. That's how commentary like commentary talk about him. They're like he's like a money mark and all that, and he's just sort of paying to be here and all these things. So that's essentially them winning three against four, and that's a that's a big display of power by the United Empire in that sense. Yeah, I think um, they've they've been kind of building on that for a long time. I remember uh, watching them at uh, Royal Quest too, and like, yeah, Gideon Gray was like, you know, he'd, he'd get in the match and he'd you know slap somebody and yeah. then run and tag out or yeah, you know, yeah, something yeah. like that. And, and it is basically just them, you know, he's he's a hindrance, but they keep him around because he's fucking he's he's paying the bills. <laughs> he's paying the bills. He's the architect of of the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and he, he's a great talker. I love it when he gets on the mic and announces so them and stuff like that. He's so it's it's a perfect example of like people can be valuable in wrestling and not be like a five star wrestler. You know, that's not what he's there mm-hmm. to do, and and his value is not being that, and that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's he, he's definitely not a wrestler. He's not anyone you're gonna pay to see, but he's someone who's going to entertain the shit out of you when you do see him. Yeah. And uh, I love that. I think that's great. I mean, there's always been those guys like Bobby Heenan, you know, and, and people like that, Paul Heyman, you know, who who you don't want to see them wrestle. You know, if they're yeah. in a match, you know, you're not expecting them to do anything yeah. uh, except for maybe getting the getting the hero's way. Yeah, and or like, yeah, that's, get that's beat up, pushed over, punched out, like those kind of things, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what everyone wants to see. Everyone wants to see... Tanahashi fucking lay four knuckles right across his eyes, you know? Yeah, I don't want to so see like, a fucking, you know, 20-minute, even 10-minute Gideon Gray match. I would want to see him get squashed, you know? And that, and that's what he what he's there for. Tell me tell me this real yeah. quick, because, uh, you know, there, there was on the other side of the table, obviously awesome to see Alex Zane continue to be a regular in New Japan. Super yeah. awesome. What about David Finlay here? So obviously he said he's not going to be in tag league. He's focused on doing stuff on his own. When this match was over, he was already up the fucking ramp and out the door. You know what I mean? He didn't hang around with the rest of the team and stuff. You can literally just see him walking through the curtain. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Like that's obviously a choice by him to he's potentially setting himself apart from the rest of the roster as a lone wolf. And so I I think that's sort of interesting because they're really – uh, he has historically been in tag teams and three-man tag teams and stuff, but they're really putting the Rebel as his own guy. Um, I'm interested to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you've had your own theories about where he ends up and, and things like that, right? You you think that maybe he's going to end up with a heel stable? 
I, d- I don't even know anymore because it is. It, I, I think the the shades of heelness to him, but I feel like in this sort of grey space on his own, there's something interesting there that nobody else is really doing. You know, especially in New Japan because everybody is in factions and stuff. You know, or you get lumped in with Hontai and things like that. So. What happens when the one guy gets lumped in with Hontai? But he doesn't particularly want to be there. He wants to win a match or whatever. But if it doesn't, he doesn't really care about them, you know? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. And I, I would love to see, like, this new David Finley. Like, he's, he's got me hooked, man. I would love to I'm see interested. him do something really cool. For sure. Um, Speaking of short matches and not wanting to see long matches, next up was a special singles match between Hikaleo and Yujiro Takahashi. Uh, this went for 28 seconds, which is about the maximum I would want to see from it. Uh, and I think it was perfect, and I enjoyed it for that reason. It was just a quick, you know, squash a do, uh, and Hikaleo's on to the next thing and hoping for the next thing. So... I mean, we, we've speculated about where this is going and I, I don't want to drag down the podcast with Carl Anderson talk and, and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, was, uh, I felt relieved after this match that we didn't have to watch like a 20-minute, you know. <laughs> kind of. I, um, yeah, I, I would have skipped through it if it was like, I mean, this was like skipping through it though, kind of, wasn't it? In, like, the, in the time that you went to like reach for the mouse to change the change the taskbar, it was already over, basically. Like, yeah, you couldn't even... The 28 seconds you would have spent fast-forwarding and yeah. it's fucking... The entrances anyway. went longer than the match and that's that's what you want. Good. <laughs> yeah, good. Moving on. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a World TV Championship Tournament semi-final. The son of strong style, yes. Ren Narita versing the Cold Skull Sonata. Now, this felt scary to me, both of these, because we had the very real potential of it ending up being like a Sonata evil final at Wrestle Kingdom, which would have been my maybe personal nightmare. Um, A, I thought this was a really good match. B, I think like an absolutely huge win for Narita. Like, it's not a small scalp to take beating Sonata. Like, he is in that upper tier, you know, mid-card Headlines with Okada at times, you know, those kind of things. So Narita yeah. putting him away. Finalist. Hands, yeah, exactly. That's that's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh that's that's I think why they did this one first. If they had done uh the other match first and we saw that it uh evil lost to Zack Saber Jr., we probably would have had a little bit more of a yeah, yeah. A, a, a relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. But yeah, they had to hold that disbelief just a little bit extra. You say, oh no, are we gonna are we gonna screw Red Narita over here? Are we gonna are we gonna give yeah. you what you want, fans? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it, it was really smart uh, for the booking committee to put these guys out first. Mm-hmm. I think it's the right move. I think giving Narita a huge win over a big time like upper crust competitor was the right move. And I think that is going to be a fucking fantastic match at Wrestle Kingdom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pumped for that. And then we had uh, the the next semifinal, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Evil, continuing the great series of matches where Zack Sabre Jr. continues to outsmart Evil in every way possible. Uh, and and also he continues to just like get the lads over, you know. Uh, Evil and Dick Togo thought they'd got the best of him. They went and attacked his little mate that dressed up as him last time. And then we get out, a, a second young lion comes out. I am also ZSJ, distracting them again. 
and then he attacks from behind. Great. Four and a half minutes. Let's go. Uh, and Zach runs circles around him again. And three. then he's just got his two lads, three Zack Sabre Juniors. Three Zack Sabre Juniors. Yeah. I That's love amazing. it. I love it. I love seeing on Twitter, like the, which who was the, the newest Zack Sabre Junior? What's uh, it was Oiwa this time. Oiwa. I saw him tweeting on uh, online being like, hello world, I'm Oiwa. I'm happy to meet you all kind of thing because now he's got all these followers and stuff like that. So, and, and Did you see... Uh, did you see the video that he did? Because uh, you know they do the videos before the TV title matches where they introduce themselves. Oh yeah, where Zach like puts them out oh, and like talks. Yeah, <laughs> the TV stuff has been really it. fun. Um, oh, it's been so good. I wonder if down the line, I would love for like after these young lions have been on excursion and stuff, for this to all come back. You know what I mean? Like Zach brings them into to his stable or whatever. They're just like his lads. To Sabergun. Yeah, into Sabergun. That would be sick. Like when he that makes his big turn, they awesome. come back as boys or whatever. But yeah, I mean, that would be a long time in the future. But I, I like him building little minions. It's fun. Right now, right now at this point, Minoru Suzuki is probably closer to retirement than he is. Uh, he's got less matches in front of him than he does uh, behind him. Sure. Mm-hmm. Who's, getting the, who's getting the nod? It should be Zach. Should be Zach, right? Yeah. Or Tai Chi. I, I mean, or Tai Chi. It could go either way, but I personally think Zach would be a great choice. Yeah. But it, but it's just like, do you? Well, okay. It's just like, how many foreigners do you have leading stables in New Japan? That would be the only, I guess. That That's a thing. That's a thing. Because what about JY, someone unexpected, like, mm. like pinch someone from outside of Suzuki Goon, like who who like returning, like. um like a returning young lion or something. Well, like you know, like Suji. Suji. Yeah, like if Suji yeah. comes back. That that could you could do that really well. Like big, angry, you know, long haired Yoda Suji is there in the ring or whatever and Suzuki's there and and then he just essentially fucking gives everybody the nod and just the entire, you know, Suzuki could just beats down Suzuki and unceremoniously, you know, throws him out and he's just there with Zack and Tai Chi on either side of him sort of thing and just declares himself like the hungry new Suzuki, basically. Yeah. Man, that'd be great. Suzuki-gun works. That'd be great. But that's that's how that's how Suzuki-gun's uh, handled business before. So exactly. wouldn't, wouldn't be afraid to see it happen yeah. again. Suzuki-gun works. It's even sort of the same kind of sound that you wouldn't need to change the towels too much, though you'd have to start selling them on New Japan World instead of just in... Pile driver, but yeah. I'd start. Uh, I'd, I'd wear a couple of Suji Goon shirts. Oh, yeah, see, we've got stuff to be be found here. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, okay. and yeah, and obviously worth noting that that Zach again defeating another former IWGP World Champion as well. He's been yep. a few of them now. Beats him regularly, actually. So yeah, yeah. I wonder That's if we'll ever ever see him get to that level. It would be really cool. LFGZSJ, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. All right, next Get match. That man, a fucking belt. <laughs> they actually call this an incredible tag match, and it really was. I fucking loved this match. It was Master <laughs> Wado and El Desperado versus Hiromo Takahashi versus Taiji Ishimori, but all also versing their own partners at the same time. Uh, the the tag partners uh, were decided like randomly beforehand and they're like slapping each other in the face and like literally, this was chaos. This match was totally unhinged and I fucking loved it. 
Like, I love the entire thing. I, so one of the things that used to annoy me when I used to watch uh, American wrestling uh-huh. was the, can they get along? You know, like, they'll, I love how this, they were like, they're not even going to try and get along. Not for one second will they get along. <laughs> I just, I just used to hate how much that yeah. we would see that in American wrestling, where yeah. they're just like, "These two are a feuding. Can we put them in a tag team? Uh, what are they gonna yeah. do? What's gonna happen?" Uh-huh. Like, I hate that nonsense. But this was actually done. It, it's not done in New Japan very often, obviously, because everyone teams with their with their stable mates yeah. and stuff. So, I kind of let this one go, and I, I had fun with it. I thought it was really, really good. Man, like Wato right. was looking good too, man. Like, like out, outside, fucking. I don't remember the exact course of events, but remember, El Desperado wrongs him in some way, and he just turned around and full kicks him in the face, like over the railing. Like, <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, race turned a corner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, it was good, and I mean, physically, he's changing, but like, this is how you do Wato well. Like, don't put him out there to fail on his own. Put him in the mix with these guys, fast moves. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like they really looked after him here. The other guys brought out the best of him. And then in the end, like, it's just, like, absolute fucking chaos. And at the end, like, Taiji Shimori doesn't even care, like, who won. He's just like, everybody's been fucked over. I'm the least injured. And that's best-case scenario leading into Wrestle Kingdom. Like, that's that's all he wanted from it. And so, yeah, I, th- I thought it was really good uh, and... I enjoyed personality from everybody in this match. It was it was heaps of fun. Wow. Yeah. You enjoyed personality in a match that included Taiji Shimori, Master Wado. Taiji Shimori and Master Wado. Yeah, yeah, I did. Wow. I, I felt like they grew everybody in this. I feel like there was no losers. I feel like it was really good. Oh, thumbs high. Look at you thumbs growing high. Up a person. Thumbs high. Exactly. Uh okay, thumbs moving on shorts. from that. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That was a shorts match. We always forget our rating system, but shorts is good, pants yeah, is bad. Our system, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck our rating system and fuck us. All right. Uh, on to the next us. one. <laughs> Special fuck this podcast. I quit. Yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. You know who I don't want to hang out with anymore? Me. I'm out. <laughs> so, uh, special tag match. Tama Tonga and Kasuchika Okada versus the Bullet Club, Kenta and Jay White. Uh, Time of getting the win here with the gun stun. What do you think of this one? Um, I had fun with it. I always love to see Kenta in these big situations. I am a yeah. Kenta fanboy through and through. I don't give a shit if he can't do the things he did in 2010. Um, I love Kenta. He's got the most personality in the fucking world. And I will always love to see like the between Kenta and Jay White, that was like the heeliest fucking tag team. Yeah. Like of the century like that was amazing so good so good uh yeah the match was fun um a bit predictable at times um i don't know it was good it was actually Uh, it it wasn't like if i had to rate all of the matches on here with the exception of maybe hikaleo and takahashi but it doesn't even really count it was probably like my least favorite match on the show not because it was bad but just there was so much going on in a lot of the other matches, you know? And like you said, yeah. this one was a bit predictable in a sense. And really there was no stakes in any way. Like nothing's going to change. Okada's going to verse Jay White thing. Neither of them are going to be involved in the pinfall. So it's just which way is the other thing going to go, you know? Um, Tom, has, Tom has already beaten, or Jay White's already beaten Tama Tonga. Yeah. So there's no real energy there anymore. Yeah. And you can't have just Tama like- pick up a, a win over Jay White because then it, puts a question mark next to Okada and all that kind of stuff. So it really left either 
yeah, Kenta to beat Tama or Tama to beat Kenta. And and where it's a match that should have happened a month ago. Yeah. yeah really. Exactly. Like before Tama Tonga had his challenge. Yeah. To be fair, I don't even think you needed to have it on the show. You just left it off. Give them all a break and it would make no difference to anybody. Um, which I think would be totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um it's you gotta remember it's a show that's headlined by the US belt. Yeah. And it's a so like you know where you can get away with that in some of the smaller venues. Maybe you couldn't get away with that on like one of yeah. their bigger They're shows. Just trying to year. put all the names on there, make sure you know they can advertise the world champions going to be there. All that stuff. I get it. Um, yeah. But uh, I guess lastly would be like, where do we think Tom is going? What's he doing? What's Kenta doing? What's Tama doing? Where are they going? I mean, Kenta obviously went to Tamashi and has been in Australia, but has gone back. But but what you doing, Tama? You're kind of a little bit directionless now. I guess. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the thing is like, he's had this big face turn, which has gone really well. Mm-hmm. He had a great G one. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he had a really good match with Jay white. Mm-hmm. Cool. Where to next? You're not going to, he's not going to win the world title. Unfortunately. Um, you know, I would say maybe he could go into uh, a match for the intercontinental to, Oh wait, oh, it doesn't exist. It's obviously going to be never like it's got to do with, it's got to be to do with Hikaleo and Carl Anderson. Have they announced if Hikaleo is going to get his match with Anderson at Wrestle Kingdom or that they just haven't said anything? No. Because that's not Nothing a draw. Yet. So the way I see it is somewhere between now and then some fuckery happens, something happens to Hikaleo and Tama steps in and then like I, I feel like it's got to be Tama and Anderson at the Dome. I feel like that seems like the natural, the only place you could put him. Otherwise, he's in the fucking Rambo. You know. <laughs> yeah, he definitely doesn't need to be in the in, in the Rambo. Uh, he's, you know, they're trying to build him into a new, you know, hot baby face. Him winning just, a title. I feel, like, uh, yeah. I feel like they're fucking over Hikaleo in that way. Yeah, like, but I mean, he's he's new. He's a baby. He's fucking. He's still got a long way to still, go. Let's face it. He's doing good things. True. And stuff, but like, even in the squash match and even the things like that, he's still learning. He's still green, and it's very clear, you know. So I yeah. don't think we need to be putting the never title on Hikaleo. Like, it's fine. Like, like the never title's got any sort of fucking, you know, legacy that it's got to be upheld or anything like that. True, Come on, man. true. But I mean, in what world is? Uh, I mean, fuck. Maybe it is Hikaleo and Carl Anderson, and nobody cares, and like Thomas just side of ring, and he makes it happen, and something like that. I don't know. Anyway, this is way too much never talk. Moving on, IWGP Tag Team Championship match we talked I about. Wish, I wish we had the never title back to prominence, man. Yeah. I really fucking do. I wish they man, would. The, the Shibata belt, correctly. that used to be my fucking shit. Oh, no. Now, God now, damn it. Now he's getting sorry, hot over I, it. I know I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. Uh, no. Like, Jesus, I'm he's fucking pissed off about it. I can see his face. He looks real mad. Um, why, like, I wish they would do it like a legit open weight division says it on the fucking belt you know what i mean and it yeah. would be dope to have like fucking tama wins it and he's defending against robbie eagles you know what i mean like fucking yeah. you know he's de- he's defending against great okan great okan is fucking fighting hiromo for it you know what i mean like use it as yes. that opportunity to to do something cool and different bring and to in, break up the division. wrestlers from around the world. Remember when Shibata had that shit and he defended it against both members of Red Dragon back-to-back? Yeah, exactly. That shit was bad, dude. That'd be cool. That be shit awesome. was bad. 
individual matches against FTR. Fucking, you know, bring in fucking whoever, you know, Chris Bay, fucking Austin. Like, yeah, just let's go. Anybody. Anybody. That would be, that would be the fucking shit. Yeah. I, I just, everyone's like, oh, they've got too many belts in New Japan. It's like, well, yeah, but fucking what are you going to do with them? Yeah. What's going on with them right now? Do something with it. Use the the never open, the trios belts and use this belt to do fucking off the wall shit. You know, the the yeah. king of pro wrestling fucking trophy base that now gets carried around shouldn't even exist. And that, whatever that space is where they're doing weird stuff should be what the open weight title is. Should be what the never title is. Because it's like Absolutely. just fucking whatever's that, happening. Do that it. That should be where when you bring in, when you bring in a, uh, a foreigner or something like that, they should be going for that belt. Put it on fucking Kushida and have him fucking wrestling heavyweights and stuff. Give him something to do, you know, like, there you go. That'd be fucking killer. Like, God damn it. We get pissed off now. We get, we get, (laughs) we get hot. (laughs) Do something with it. Do something. All right. Uh, we talked about Ooh, that one, but uh, everything we need to say about FTR, etc. And then we come to the IWGP US Heavyweight Championship match. Tetsuya Naito versus the champion Will Ospreay. Um, these two are great together. We sort of knew that from from the brief, brief interactions they had. And this was a, this was a great match. Uh, I loved the dual roll-ins, you know, looking at each other. Some great personality. The fucking Stormbreaker reversal into a Destino and shit, like, <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, it was mad, dude. It was yeah. off the chain. Yeah. It, it was it was dope, man. I, I really enjoyed this match. I thought they were really good together. And, I mean, it's a shame. It's like, what's Nido sort of doing now? But, yeah, it just shows that he can, he can fucking kill it still. Absolutely. And that's that is the question of like what is Naito doing now? They've they've got this this thing that they're kind of working of like Naito's only um, his only recourse now is to go through World Tag League and try and win the tag team titles. He's not and doing like, that. Is is that what he's doing? I mean, he, he's in it, but he's not doing that. He's not going to win World Tag. <laughs> you don't think so? I I can't tell you what I would do if fucking. Sonata and Naito win World Tag League. This might be the best time for us to go ahead and uh, start breaking down well, our best case, worst case. No, we can't. Not just yet. We're going to. Okay. But okay. we need to quickly talk about the the ending of this match. So a couple of cool oh. cool character moments, obviously. Um, Will staring into the, the camera and just going, I'm so fucking good, was really cool. Like, I really enjoyed it. And you know what? He fucking is. Say what you want about yeah. him in real life and stuff like that. He elevates everybody he's in the ring with. Nobody's working his schedule. It's, it's really impressive what he does. Um, and then, like, you know, his real, crew Real quick, wrestler in. of the year. Wrestler, wrestler of the year, like, hands down. Oh, yeah, you'd have to say so. You'd have to say so. Um, and then... Obviously, it was interesting that while he was there, he had Aussie Open and Gideon Gray with him, but nobody else, at least at first. Just just an idea. Are we looking at what is potentially the future elite of United Empire? You know what I mean? You know how they Ooh. like to sort of repeat things. History repeats itself. Just worth thinking about when battle lines are drawn and the, the faction's getting real big. Um the other thing is that, like, 
you also see sort of moments of face Osprey within there. You know, he's kind of ordering them about and, and things like that. And you see, see these kind of moments. If the United Empire were to turn on Osprey at some point, Okan would clearly be the the instigator, right? He would clearly be the, think the he, correct he's leader of definitely that. like the shoot coolest like one there. Yeah, yeah. Like when they do those videos of like people they're all walking down the street in their suits and they're all smoking cigarettes and looking badass and stuff like that. Like Okan's the one who looks legitimately like the baddest ass motherfucker there. And I yeah. think that's probably because he might actually be just because no, just because like, he is is what it or at least he's carefully <clears> constructed <throat> that, you know, that persona. Well, I mean, like, legit shooter and shit like that, Great Ocon, but... Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I'm I'm, I'm really not even looking forward to that right now. No. I, I, I'm enjoying where this is going. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm talking far in the future. I just love to speculate. Uh, but, but, yeah, let's enjoy the ride because I, I think they're still building what is a really cool faction. And then the last thing Definitely. to talk about, obviously, the, the confetti shoots up, everybody's fucking crowns up, all good goes dark, I think about closing my laptop and then I'm like, I wonder if I hang around because he's asked for a challenger and New Japan likes to wait until you think it's over and then sure enough, the screen go turns on and we see the debut of the returning roughneck Shota Umino. Exactly. Shota. What do you think of the change of nickname? What do you think of roughneck? Um, Roughneck is like... I don't really get it. Whatever. It's, I mean, it's a word, a word, you know, like yeah. he'll make the, the name. Yeah, exactly. You know? I would say his mannerisms me, weren't incredibly roughneck because he was very polite when he's come down. He's like, may I get in the ring? May I get in the ring? Like, very, very polite to everybody. They got not really a roughneck move. A roughneck could just fucking slide straight in. Right. But, but uh, yeah. I thought that was very sweet. And uh, I thought he's, Movements and stuff looked awesome. I and I thought it made him look really cool. Like I, I, th- I think the crowd loved it uh, for sure. He was getting his Moxley kind of swagger on a little bit, like it, like he had the fucking shoulders going. And uh, yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely referencing his uh, mentor. So they've got a match between here and Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, for shooter and I believe it's a historic historic X over. It is an X over, yeah. <laughs> uh, X over, and we're so we're having shooter versus uh, Osprey for the second time in two months, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But are we leading to Osprey versus Mox at Mania I or think Mania at fucking Wrestle Kingdom at Mania, brother? Uh, I think Mania, uh, I think we are leading to that at all out. Yeah, you think so? I th- I think that's where it's going. I think it's it's Moxley and and Osprey seems like the likely choice, right? It it definitely. I mean, they may have been leaning towards choice. Kenny, the but then choice, with but... all the well, I think it was heading towards Kenny, but then I think with all the drama and everything that happened, they weren't able to pick up any steam on TV with Kenny, you know, and and obviously AEW are going to want to do any big Kenny return matches on AEW first before they loan him out to anybody. So I would be thinking, yeah, they'll do they'll do mocks and they'll have that whole shooter mocks United Empire kind of thing play out. And then I guess we'll get to Kenny when we get to him. I just, uh, I mean, does this mean that Mox is going to lose the AEW title between here and there, or is, is Mox going to beat, uh, beat Will again, like in front of a giant crowd? Well, I mean, I mean a, 
Mox could very well lose the title between now and then because he versus MJF like this weekend. So oh, okay. he could 100% lose it between now and then. Um, especially the way second time or third time he's lost it in like (laughs) he wasn't even supposed to be the champion he's in CM Punk's place at the moment but uh, you know what I mean so uh, I think there's a very real chance that that could could happen and even if it didn't there's no reason why he wouldn't go title for title and he could hold the US title again like you could do that like he's he's as much a New Japan guy as he is you know whatever Uh, but I I think probably you could see him lose it and then turn up and then, you know, fight Osprey for for the United at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, like it's gonna it's gonna be great. It was great the first time we saw it. Mm-hmm. I I think there's really no reason why we wouldn't be excited to have that at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, no, not at um, all. I think it'd be rad. And I, I think uh, both guys are in very different places now as well. So it'd be interesting to, you know, yeah, that was what like 10 months ago or something like that was when we when we had it the first time so exactly. and it, it would be the first time that we have like a singles match between two legit wrestler of the year contenders yeah, yeah. which would be pretty exactly cool. and you're also talking about the dynamics of like all of united empire there shooters now like a, a fully formed wrestler you know all these kind of things so there's a there's a lot that can be done um we'll we'll briefly touch on historic crossover but the, there's a couple of prob- problematic things with this. A, we know nothing about it. Uh, we're not stardom experts, so I really want to watch it before I kind of give my thoughts on it. And the second is, it's another one of these paid uh, paid things on New Japan World, which I'm, I'm still just really not about. I thought, um, yeah, I think I've paid a subscription fee for a very long time, and, and when they, they do these sort of extra... Buy shows like I would have watched that Rumble on Forty Fourth Street or whatever the strong show was, uh, but it was like thirty bucks Australian or whatever. And from what I have heard, the production value and stuff isn't even that good. All these kind of things, and it's like that just leaves a bit of a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm like, oh, I'll just wait for it to yeah. be free or just not watch it. Like is sort of how I've been. And so this is an extra one. I actually don't. Since it is Stardom, I have less of a problem paying for this than I do the others because it is sort of a separate thing, and that's fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I will probably wait on this one and then talk about it after we've seen it. How are you feeling about it? I'm 100% tapped out after my uh, trip. Like, Monthly. I don't yep. know. Hun- monetarily. Uh-huh. Like, I don't have an extra 20 bucks to, to throw uh-huh. to watch a... a show for a company I already pay a fucking subscription fee for. Yeah. I don't know. Like it just seems like they're doing it despite us now. Mm. (laughs) Well, uh, as I said on this one, less so because it's also a stardom thing. So fair enough. It's a special event. It's a crossover between two companies. Uh, Both companies got to wet their beaks, so to speak. So fair enough. That said though, they do both come under the like, same banner, right? Like TV Asahi or, Bushy Road, or whatever, yeah. Bushy Road. Yeah, so, I mean, Bushy they could Road work it out. Uh, I do think that the card for looks the fun. Time, I used to pay for, I used to pay for both. Oh, you have? I used to pay for Stardom's. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's good. And, You're going to be able to like, teach me stuff about it. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't, like, really, like, when Hanakamura passed away, I, I kind of lost interest in Stardom, and I, I yeah. let go of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, like... I, I I just I can't I, I already pay you yeah pay you. yeah I already stop pay it you. Stop. stop you you can't get blood from a stone man yeah exactly it's just like I can just not 
you know, and, and that's also totally fine. I will say, though, that just running through it, I'm not, I'm not going to run through the whole thing. We're, as I said, we'll review it after we've had a chance to watch it. I do think that it's uh, really cool that it's headlined by the IWGP Women's Championship match. I think that's really cool. I mean, yeah, Mayu Iwatani and, and Kyrie are fucking amazing. They're yeah. both, like, legit aces mm-hmm. um, anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a great match either way. Um, and they're going to put on a fucking show. Like, Mayu Iwatani don't fucking miss, dude. She's so good. Yeah. And, like, Kyrie is someone who can really tell a story in the ring. Like, she's she's one of those people that when you watch her, you root for her no matter what. She's great. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I'm, I'm really he's, excited. I think Kyrie is obviously match. Kyrie Sane, right? Like, who used to be yeah, Kyrie in NXT. Sane. Yeah. Abs- uh, like, used to love her in NXT. Her, like elbow drop is fucking crazy, you know? Like, I think yeah. I think that'll be really cool. I'm definitely into the show. I'm just not going to be paying money in advance for it, and I'll just wait it out nope. and see it. Um, obviously, as well, before we do our final rundown and stuff, uh, New Japan Tamashi has happened in Australia. They haven't put those shows up yet, uh, but when they do, we're going to be talking all about them with the lads from the Super J cast, um, very excited to catch up with Damon and Joel and run them down. Uh, so keep an eye out for those shows as they're, they're going to be super fun too because I think they're... Yeah, from, our all, all pod fathers. Yeah, exactly, our pod fathers. So we're really into that. All right, with that said, let's break down the fucking World Tag League. Boy! All right, I got, your, I got the World Tag League. You can handle the Super Junior lineup, okay? Gotcha. Anyways. Here we go. Full lineup. Mm-hmm. Bishamon. Goto and Yoshihashi. Bershamon. House of Torture, Evil and Yujiro. Mm-hmm. Uh, LIJ, represented by Naito and Sonata. Mm-hmm. United Empire, represented by Hanare and Great Okan. Mm-hmm. The Bebop Tag Team, Yano and Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. Ozzy Open. Mm-hmm. Suzuki Gun. Uh, Gun. Suzuki Gun <laughs> with Lance Archer and Minoru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Bullet Club, represented by Fale and Chase Owens. Mm-hmm. TMDK, Shane Haste, and Mikey Nichols. Hell yes. Oh, yep. And this one I'm really excited about. Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking tasty lineup, dude. It's I'm cool. so excited for that. It's cool. It's cool. We'll, we'll, we'll briefly touch on each one, hey? So uh, who you got first? And we'll, we'll quickly talk about each, uh, of, each of them and our hopes. Bishamon. 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 Um, I don't think we're going to see them be a two-time World Tag League winner, uh, but they are always good together. So I think we can expect good matches from the dudes in Bershamon. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see what they can do against like Aussie Open, what they could do against uh, TMDK. Yeah, I'm going to see what they're. I'm, I'm excited to see what they let the the new newly repackaged young lions get away with. Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I think that's the case with, uh, with any of those more established teams. Uh, the most interesting part will be seeing them like against uh, new foes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, evil and Yujiro. Cool. Next team after that. <laughs> next team after that. <laughs> 
I, I would like to see, uh, I think Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols versus Evil and, and uh, Yujiro yeah. is probably going to be pretty e- fucking Evil wild, and Yuge eh? will be fun, man. Like, it, it's fine. There'll be there'll be the night off. There'll be bullshit. They'll probably pick up a lot of wins, to be fair. There'll be a lot of fucking yeah. bullshit going on. So. And a lot of these shows are going to be cheering shows, so we can actually watch, you know, watch them the way they're meant to be watched. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and then TMDK, that's fucking huge. Like, uh, not only seeing a Perth tag team in in this. But, I mean, these guys were, you know, NOAA tag champs, NXT tag champs. You know what I mean? They're two of the best in the world. I just watched Mikey Nichols win the Southern Territory Wrestling... Uh, sorry, uh, the Ambition World title at Southern Territory Wrestling uh, against Adam Brooks and Slex this weekend just been in person. So, yeah, he's, he's looking in fine form. He's still holding babies, but he put the baby down long enough to come in and to kick a little win some shit. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah, and he's awesome. looking in awesome form. So I think we're going to see some great shit seeing those two reunited. I'm so excited for this now. Them versus Aussie so Open speaking, get fucked. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. oh yes. Them oh, versus yes. Suzuki no. Goon. That actually them versus everybody. I just can't wait to see to see them just <clears throat> run roughshod on this tournament. It's gonna be sick. It's going to be great. Um, now, can we talk for a second, since we're on the, the TMDK uh, uh, train here, Jonah, according to stinky uncle Dave Meltzer, officially does have an offer in from WWE. Really? Yeah. Uh, Dave Meltzer just said here, like, I I, I, I've got it written right here. <clears throat> Jonah certainly has an offer from WWE. Oh, let me do it like Dave Meltzer. Okay. Uh, Jonah certainly has an offer from WWE and he's got to make a decision. It'll either be new Japan or WWE. That's Dave Meltzer. Kind of. What an insight. Um, what an insight. So, I mean, the dude's on a tear, right? But like, he's got so much momentum in, in new Japan. Like he'd be stupid to go to WWE right now. I mean, we talked about this before. Are you ever stupid when they back a truck full of money into your driveway and just empty your fucking? You know what they do? They put you. They give you so much money that you can fill a pool with it, and they install the pool for you. He's like, cool. So back up the truck with the pool, put that in the front yard, and then fill that pool with money. Like so, that's the hard thing, right? Because you can also, if you believe in yourself and you trust the momentum you're getting, and you trust New Japan there's a chance you could put yourself in an even better position for a deal with WWE down the line. And also, like, like this is the company that dropped you when everything went to shit. And so it's like, New Japan are known to be a loyal company. Do I back them in? Do I forge forward? I tell them that I'm with them. They see that, go through maybe a world title run, then maybe WWE or something down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, and maybe now that it's Triple H in, in charge, you can look at him and say, like, dude, I've I've already, you know, I I am not under contract with them, but I have committed to this storyline. Let me run the storyline out, and then I'll come back. There's there's like a that, very you know? real chance that could happen because apparently Jonah has a very good working relationship with Triple H with Shawn Michaels. You know, they they were his coaches and things like that. He could be like, I want to be with you guys but let's talk in a year, you know, kind of thing. Let me see this through and I will come to you more valuable than I was, you know, now. Oh, but guaranteed money is guaranteed money, you know, 
Guaranteed and money is guaranteed money. There's a wife and he lives in the States and has bills and all those kind of things. And they could go, what if we gave you a bazillion dollars for five years? And you're like, cool, let's go. Yep. Yeah. So we hey, will see. Want to, uh, we'll see. Do you want to have a match against Roman Reigns? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever happens, I hope he does whatever is best for him. Um, he's opened a lot of doors, even if Jonah leaves, because it's what's best for him. He has opened the door for TMDK into New Japan in a big way, and he needs to be commended for that, because I don't think you'd be seeing Mikey and Shane in this tag league if he hadn't done what he'd done. And look at look at what you know being associated with him has done for Bad Dude Tito. Exactly, you know? yeah. Exactly. And and that's he, the other thing. He could continue to forge that path for more Australians and things like that if he stays in New Japan. And that may be weighing on his mind too. He might be like, I can improve everything for everybody if I see this through. So we'll have to see. Does. We'll have to does. see. Exactly. I, I personally hope he does, but I would hold no ill will to anybody for taking care of themselves. You know. So let's move on to LIJ, Naito, and Sonata. Now, you are not interested in seeing Naito and Sonata win this. No. Nah. 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 Kind of am. Have... Remember when I was, like, Sonata's biggest fan for, like, a week? Like... <laughs> I do. I remember that. Yeah. That's worn off, is how I'm currently oh, feeling about it. I thought Sonata's had a, had a pretty good run lately. He has had a pretty good run, but the, there's a... There's a stigma to him that I can just never fully let go. You know what I mean? And so I expect the worst. You know what? I'm open to them proving me wrong. I want good things for Naito, so I'm open to be proven wrong and being like, you know what? They are a great tag team together. They are former tag team champions. Exactly. If, I mean, we'll go into worst case and start best case later. If Naito isn't in a major tag team match at Wrestle Kingdom, what do you do with him? At Wrestle Kingdom. It's a special singles match versus like a AEW guy or something, right? Like you've got a Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. I mean, for years, for years I thought the move was Naito versus Punk. Mm. You know? Mm. But obviously that's off the table. <laughs> I mean, is it? He he doesn't work for AEW. He's, he's available. His calendar's wide open. <laughs> do you think do you think CM Punk should uh would it would be able to hang in a new Japan ring? Because no. I fucking don't. Nah, but, you know, he's a spectacle. Whatever, I don't care about him. Uh, anyway, I hope for good things for him. Next thing. <laughs> Could run it back Naito versus Jericho for the ROH title. I don't hate it. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate I it. I like it. I feel like... You know what's funny? Yeah. It's Jericho with the ROH belt. It's pretty fucking good, man. Like, yeah, I like the what I'm show. hearing, everybody's yeah. loving it. Yeah, I like it, Jericho all the time. Like, I fucking... Some people are like, you know, get sick of his shtick i i don't <laughs> i like him um but yeah i mean jericho coming back is a very real thing i don't know if you do naito because like they did it right like so if you were going to put jericho with anybody on the roster who would who would you go Ooh, um jericho versus taichi has something uh, for me mm-hmm. i think That's interesting uh, Jericho versus well, they've already done Ace, they've already done Okada, Okada. they've already done Evil, Ta- uh, Evil, they've already done Naito. Man, uh, yeah, the the person who popped right into my head was was Tai Chi. So be I'm gonna go with that spot for him. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go with that. I think the pageantry would be off the fucking chain there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Cool. Yeah, we want to get there. That's when maybe that's when Tai Chi comes out with his all white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How good if Jericho did a tear away pant as well? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> all right, next time. I got in my I got in my Tai Chi dressing all in white, white on white garb. Yeah, uh, check you that box it, you, if you're you if you're drinking. So bad, yeah. If you're playing the Okada shorts drinking game, mm-hmm. bottoms up, everybody. Every time Curtis um, talks about a white on white Tai Chi setup, drink. <laughs> he wants it. opulence. Um, Every time we say up. opulence, yeah. opulence. Uh, Aaron Hanare and Great Okan. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do you feel about that one? Uh, I'm I'm into it. I'm into that as another team. I would have thought. Uh, I I still have really wanted to see Cobb and Hanare as a team. Uh, not just because they're both big uh, island gentlemen, um, but because they like their move sets. I think are really hard hitting, and they would just be like a brutal, brutal team. Uh, but I I like Okan and Hanare, and I think it's another opportunity to elevate Hanare. And I think uh, if they're creative, you could see some fun move combinations. Like what we were talking about, did we speculate Osprey and Hanare as a team in World Tag League? But I think uh, you yeah, could do some true. really cool uh, combo moves and stuff like that with both of those guys as well. Definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, I think Hanare and Hanare and Cobb would be the fucking move, right? Like, just like watching Hanare like pound you into the fucking dirt, and then Jeff Cobb picks you up and throws you into the fucking roof. Yeah, they're like, just both such big monsters. Like, I think I think it would be be awesome. Um, that said, though. And I said this on Instagram when I posted about this team. Nobody is ready for the level of testosterone in this team, eh? Like, oh, nobody man. is ready. This is the most potent team. Like, people are getting pregnant in the stands as these two walk through away. Oh, but not the but amount not of the amount of children. Their semen. <laughs> the amount of children born in nine months from every match they have will be. Oh man, it's gonna it's gonna be a busy a busy time of year, eh? <laughs> so, so, oh man, everybody's got, we we're not allowed to say that the people get we we have to say that we get wet for for uh, for the wrestlers, right? We can't say we're not allowed to say. Less, Look, like I, I, I would just say, I'll just say it will be unseasonably wet in uh all of the locations the where this season? team... Is it the rainy season in Japan? <laughs> no, that's just the United Empire. Yeah, November rain, literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Pregnancy, the team. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is the Bebop tag team, Toriyano and Hiroshi Tanahashi. So Tanahashi getting to be on the night off tag team, which mm-hmm. is going to be a good ra- way for him to rest up for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. What's he going to do Wrestle Kingdom way? <sighs> That's an interesting thought as well. A, I'm happy he's with Yano again because I like it when they dress up as the Bebop team. It's fun. Um, and yeah, he if he's going to have a big spot at Wrestle Kingdom, he's going to probably start putting in that work now to you know build himself back up to the kind of form that can come off a ladder and fucking kill Kenta. Um, I wonder... See, the... A lot of the pieces are still in the air for where we're going for Wrestle Kingdom this year. Hey, there's only three matches announced for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, both both of the TV matches and Okada and Jay. No, there's 
No, no, the, there's only one TV match left. Oh yeah, there's only Saber one. And, yeah. Then what's the other one? Saber and Renren. Uh, the four way for the uh, junior title. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pumped on that's that. It. That's gonna be cool. Yeah. Okay. We can we can we can pencil in uh, Osprey and Mox. What yeah, okay, let's lightly penciled in Osprey and Mox. Uh, maybe lightly pencil in some kind of bullshit with Carl Anderson and the Never Belt. Uh, I think we can probably FTR and Aussie Open. Well, FTR and whoever wins this, who we we're kind of thinking will be Aussie Open. And it's only one night. Are people off this show? It's only one night. Does Tanahashi not make the cut? Mm, I can't. I can't see where there would be a Tanahashi not making the cut at a Wrestle Kingdom. Maybe he's maybe he's in a tag team match or a multi man match. But I he'll be on the he'll be on the he'll show. Be on there. Are we? When is Muda fighting Okan? Are we seeing that at the dome, or are they doing their own? That's it. That's at Historic X over. Oh, that's happening at X over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, there's too there's too much to speculate. Not at the dome like I want. You yeah. sons of bitches. Interesting. Yeah, the the card is uh, it could fill up real quick when it's only one night. So, got me thinking. We'll give it some more thought. Yeah. Next team, uh, Aussie Open, Mark okay. Davis and Kyle Fletcher. Like we said, they're maybe the best, if not one of the best, tag teams in the world right now. I think they're going to win the whole thing. Personally, they fucking rule. They fucking rule. Um. Next up, uh, Suzuki Gun, Lance Archer, and Minoru Suzuki. This is going to be one that's going to rack up some fucking wins. Yeah, and I'm also like, so fucking pumped to see them back. I can't wait to see them interacting with Suzuki Gun again. They've been without them for so long, and seeing the whole of Suzuki Gun back together again will be sick. It is really cool seeing all the people coming back uh, in time for Wrestle Kingdom. Like, finally, like you know, you've got all of United Empire together on one show. You've got you know, the, the, the boss and, and the, uh, well, I guess what Lance would be what the enforcer. Yeah. And he was the enforcer for yep. a long time. A Suzuki goon, Absolutely. like, you know, coming back together to, I mean, they're the, they're the, they're the big, serious, intimidating part of Suzuki goon. Suzuki goon have become quite friendly since, uh, they've been gone, but then now the meanies come back. So it'll be interesting Ooh, to see I like that. that. Yeah, exactly. I like that. I got no problem with it. So, yeah, I, I think we'll see them pick up a lot of wins. Uh, next up, we got Bullet Club, Fale, and Chase Owens, the General's Jewels. That's correct. One time IWGP Tag Team Champions. Correct. Cup of coffee uh, with that you know, belt. Cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. Is a it little, their time? A congratulations for Chase Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I. I don't want to say yes, but like those those belts coming off of FTR to go on to to Fale and Owens would be like who would see that coming? Yeah, nobody. It does seem nobody. an unlikely course of action. I think you see some some wins by these guys. Also, I did see on social media that our boy Chase has hired like a full nutritionist, like fitness bodybuilding style coach. So, and was talking about hitting him, goals man. and stuff. So we might see some actual, like real big changes coming for Chase Owens physically. You know, if he sees that through, I mean, now's the time, right? He's he's entrenched in New Japan. They're very loyal to him. He can wrestle. 
and can wrestle very, very well. Much. And he, the stuff he was doing recently, you know, in the tournaments and the kind of heel stuff and that, he was onto something. I think the physical aspect is the piece of his puzzle that he's missing. And if he can fix that mm. in, if he can do a Finley-like transformation or better, you know what I mean? You could, you could see him doing bigger things in New Japan for sure. There was a match of his on Strong. Him and Finley had a throwdown on Strong a while ago that was just so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, it was when Finn Juice was still around, and, and I think it might have been during the Strong title tournament, mm-hmm. but it was so damn good. And I, I would love to see that from from Chase more often. You know, he's he brings something very different to New Japan. Mm-hmm. It would be cool to see. Yeah. Uh, it would be cool to see him him be able to take advantage of what they're giving him. Yeah. You know? And it just goes for everybody in New Japan, right? Like sometimes the, the people are presented a certain way or they don't get the opportunity to shine and they're just in tags and they, you'll kind of get that bit of a labor where you're like, oh, I'm not really pumped on this match. He never really does anything. But all these guys can go. You know what I mean? They just need the opportunity. And if, yeah. if he's stepping outside of what he normally does to improve and do more, then that will have repercussions, you know, on his career. And I think it will be a very for good sure. thing. Uh, and so we've already talked a little bit about TMDK, mm-hmm. uh, and the final, uh, the final contestants, mm-hmm. Gabe Kidd and Alex Coglin. Oh, did you just hear my voice yeah. like pick up when I said that? I'm so amped, dude. Yeah. This was a team I affectionately dubbed back. finally kid Android. Uh, <laughs> so a reference to finally kid Mo. Um, and I am, I'm pumped to see it, dude. I, I'm glad to see Kid back. I thought he was oh, on a tear. Uh, obviously, he got got waylaid with what he got waylaid with. But I, I'm glad that we've actually seen him come back to New Japan. And I'm very excited to see the start of Coglin's, you know, New Japan run, which is going to be really cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I just, I'm so, I'm so amped on that pairing just because there are two new kids mm-hmm. well two young lions who've just recently been repackaged yeah and i want to see them make some fucking noise man i know they probably won't get a lot of wins they're probably there to take a lot of losses but you know what they're gonna make some fucking noise yeah and I, I wonder if that android uh, gimmick is going to be able to get over with the with the Japanese fans. What do you think? There's a very real chance it will get over with the Japanese fans. I think they'll love yeah, it. Yeah, dude. I think they'll love it. They'll fucking bring on the airdrop. And do you reckon he's bringing the armor? You reckon he's doing the full... I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah, do it. Finish him. Let's do it. All right. So let's... <laughs> let's Best ro- case scenario, worst case. Yeah, yeah. Best case scenario, worst case scenario. Best case, worst case. Okay, for me, my best case is everybody's best case which is Aussie Open. I think that leads to the best-case scenario for the best match. Aussie Open versus FTR, that's the fucking match for me. If it's not Aussie I Open, I th- it's got to be got to be TMDK for me. Like, that would be... be TMDK versus FTR would be so bad. All the letters. Yeah. TMDK versus FTR for the IWGP TTT. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's fucking go. So if we're not doing spelling B the match, we're doing fucking Aussie Open. Either way, it's two Aussies versus FTR, and I fucking love it. So yeah, that's my best case I'm gonna, for sure. I'm gonna disagree with you, and I'm gonna say that other than Aussie Open, the best case scenario might be Lij. Really, Sonata's really good in tag team matches for a long time. It was him and Evil in tag team matches, and they were great. 
were they? Uh, Naito needs a Naito needs a spot at Wrestle Kingdom, and I think him in a big you know match with FTR would be a really good one. So Naito does not, bring out the not, best in Sonata too. He brings out more personality yeah. out of him and stuff like that. And I would not hate Lij versus FTR either. I think Naito, you know, and Dax and Naito and Kev, like I think the interactions would all be really cool. I think I think that would be a great match. I wouldn't be mad about it. Definitely. Would so not let's be mad talk about, about who our worst worst case scenarios would be. Worst case scenarios. Um, House of Torture ain't looking too good for me. Got to say that's probably I've, my worst. Ooh. But even they've been fun. House, they've even been fun. They would be fun, especially if Wrestle Kingdom is cheering. Yeah, Bishamon's the worst case scenario. Bishamon versus FDR would probably be a it would be a fine match. You know what? It'd, it'd be, be a good fine. it'd be a good match, but it would be boring. Like, well, no, be, not even the match would be boring. Just the idea of it's boring because Goto and Yoshihashi are boring. Probably, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you're right. And you know what? Blandness okay. is worse than fuckery and cheating. You know, at least if it was House of Torture, you'd have fucking show running in, and you'd have Togo there, and there'd be bullshit, and FTR would be beating them all, and it would be fun. Like, but yeah, I think. Oh, giving giving uh, Dick Togo the big rig. <laughs> that'd be sick. That'd be yeah, fun. that'd be fun. Um, yeah, I think I think the worst case scenario, yeah, Bishamon or um, no, I think I think that's it. I think you're right. Yeah. I think maybe Bebop tag team because I don't want to see Tanahashi in that Spice. in that spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not with not with Yano. Yeah. You know, like I loved the idea of Golden Aces. Yeah, like had they Aces done Tama, great. that would have been fucking dope. But they they obviously what do you call them hey. Aces of Destiny. Aces of Destiny was what we called it, and oh. that is a that would be a future team that like you'd want them to win it, you know, like so. That's yes. probably why it's not not in there, you know. <sighs> that's if you need to deal with Carl Anderson some more. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly it. right. We'll get through. That it. might have been my best case scenario if that came up. It, it was yeah, Golden. Uh, sorry, Aces of Destiny. <laughs> that would have been fucking sick. All right, we're going to talk yeah. about the Super Junior Tag. So yes, all right. Hit me. Hit you with the teams, and then we'll run best case, worst case. Uh, so literally, my dream team: Taco Bell, Lindemann, Alex Zane, and <laughs> L Lindemann. I'm fucking so pumped. Fuck. They win the yes. whole thing. That's all I care about. Dude, fuck yes. How about that fucking tag team, Taco Bell and Lindemann? <laughs> yeah, so good. It's so Dude, good. When they popped up, I was like, I was like, I got to text Rafe right now. I got to text Rafe right this fucking. Second. I go to Amy's the queen of puns, and I go. I, I, give it, pulling back the curtain, she comes up with a lot of my shit. And I go, what's an amazing pun for for the, you know, Zane and L Lindemann together? She's like, it's obviously Taco Bell Lindemann. And I'm like, God damn, I love you. And that's uh, that's how we're here. So Taco Bell <laughs> this Lindemann. This is why I married you. Yeah, exa- it really is. So uh, <laughs> even when I posted it, I even had a, another note underneath it. It's like, does everybody understand how funny this is? <laughs> so, but yeah, I, uh, no joke. Even, in, even without that name, they're... Maybe my two favorite juniors, you know, with the exception of Robbie, is right up there, and and Despy and Clark Connors. Actually, I love fucking all of them, but but that team as a combination is is just it for me. I'm so pumped. Well, you you're fucking super amped on on L Lindemann all the time, mm-hmm. and like Alex Zane is your homeboy. Like mm-hmm. 
that's that's peanut butter and chocolate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I wouldn't say homeboy uh, in that we've had some pleasant interactions. I met him in real life. He's really cool. But uh, I hope to be future homeboys one day. That would be fun. But um, I've seen... Alex, if you want to come on the show and you want to be our fifth host, please, please come on the show for us. (laughs) Please, please do it. Uh, I will buy you a Taco Bell gift card. Oh, there it was. I heard him say yes from a miles miles, miles away. He's like, deal done. Um, I've seen Lindemann live quite a few times, like with Strong Hearts and in DDT and and different places and stuff as well. So, yeah, I I was a fan of him for a long time. So, yeah, I'm super pumped on that one. Do you know how much Taco Bell I ate while I was in the States? All of it? So fucking much. Which is ridiculous because you used to work there. You think you would have been cured of it, but I guess not. No, I hear that all the time. I hear that all the time. People are always like, oh, you know, if you ever work at a place, you'll never want to eat there again. Bullshit. I'll eat fucking anything off the Taco Bell menu. There's not one thing on that menu I will not eat it's right now. Um, we're going to, we're going back to Japan in April and uh, we're going to Osaka and we've got Taco Bell uh, penciled in as the dinner there because we like to go to the Taco Bell in Osaka. It's like an upstairs one. That is there no Taco Bells in Australia? There is, but it's in Midland. I don't feel like getting stabbed. Sorry, Midland. <laughs> Called out. Called out. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Next Talk team. Best. Next team, we've got uh, Suzuki Gun. It's the the drunk uncle and spooky dookie. Uh, Suzuki Gun. Uh, I enjoy oh, these grimy. two together, and I think, uh, you know, Kanemaru's yeah. going to help Doki to continue to develop, and I think they're going to be a super How? fun team. How fucking grimy is this tag? That's team, as grimy as it gets. It. That's as grimy as it gets. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> there's gonna be so much fun watching that team. Like they're gonna do all the house of torture shtick, but they're gonna do it the right way. Yeah, yeah, the, oh, enjoyably. It's be great. <laughs> I can't, I keep dissing on House of Torture because it's programmed into me now, but they've actually been really good. So I have no issue with. Yeah, that. no, they've they've been really, really yeah, good. Yeah, but they they're gonna Show's be awesome. they're gonna be as grimy as it comes. Speaking of, after that, we do have House of Torture with I'll Take My Dick to Go. And uh, and I don't also see how Dick Togo, that's like a 60-year-old dude, is a super junior, but here we go. Nothing junior so, about him. Is it is it show? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't even talk okay. about him. Yeah. So show <laughs> and Dick to go. I'll take my dick to go. We're getting to the silly point of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, like it's funny because Dick Togo is actually a very good wrestler. <laughs> it's you, you never really see him wrestle much anymore. Maybe it's because he is like a hundred. I saw him elbow but, drop um, that table that time, and that told me all I needed to know. <laughs> Gets bumped off the ropes time. and just drops into a full fucking elbow. <laughs> go, go back and watch old Kain time matches. Him and Takamichi Noku fucking throwing down and shit. Yeah, really. Okay. Yeah. You can find those on the network somewhere, I think. Okay. Well, maybe I'll do a bit Probably. of research, or maybe I won't. Yeah. Maybe this will tell me all well, I need maybe. to know now. So, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. 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 This is this is a match that or a, a team that's going to be racking up wins and not really working too hard, mm-hmm. and they're going to be having fun. And I hope they get vanquished by Taco Bell Lindemann. Oh, they're, they're getting vanquished. Uh, next up, speaking of vanquishers, not vanquish ease, we've got the mighty flying tigers. Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask, just two-time champions. Let's go. Let's uh, they can yeah, yeah. they can take this whole thing. That would be dope. 
Yeah, dude, fucking it's it, it is really good to see Robbie like teaming with someone like Tiger Mask. Um and I know that there's probably a ton that he's, you know, able to glean from the the t- their time together. I love that um, they're back I together like again to see... that it wasn't a, a like limited run. They're like, "No, we were successful. Let's do this again." I love that. Yeah, let's let's fucking run it back. Um I would eventually like to see maybe Robbie pick up someone else from Chaos. I know Chaos and Hontai are kind of a thing. But um, it would be nice to see someone like Robbie pick up a, a, a junior from Chaos, like maybe Yo or something like that, or one of the young lions, and uh, kind of drag them along. What What I would like to see but, is him grab uh, Matt Diamond, who's his old tag team partner from, I believe it's Lightspeed Express, and bring him to New Japan. That would be sick. They were going to team together on the Tamashi shows, but then... Uh, Jeff Cobb had to pull out and they reshuffled. So you do see Matt Diamond wrestle on those shows apparently, but they it was originally going to be the Lightspeed Express together, but that didn't end up happening. Look at look at Rafe, Australian wrestling uh, powerhouse Rafe. <laughs> Thanks, Jack Bonzer and Robbie Eagles for <laughs> educating me in the ways of PWA, which is good. Uh, I'm super pumped, and I now have Fight Plus as well, so I've been getting into the the PWA back catalog rustling through it, having a look, getting amongst it. So yeah, you know, I need to do my part to represent the Aussie pride. It's the only time I've ever cared about Australia is now. What about during like soccer and stuff? Oh no, don't care about that. What about (laughs) when, what about when the America's cup? I I got, I got pretty pumped on that uh, untold documentary on Netflix about that or that one captain from Perth that won the America's Cup, the yacht race. The only person to ever beat America in 135 years. It's fucking killer. I don't know what that is. What is that? The America's Cup. It's like a yacht race. Only cup I care about is the New Japan Cup. Yeah, that's cool. There we go. But put it back. <laughs> anyway, don't care about sports that much. All right. Anyway, come on the Mighty Flying Tigers. Fire merch as well. Uh, love it. Next on yeah. uh, is... Kashida and is it Kevin Knight? Kevin Knight, the young lion. Yeah, Kevin Knight. I thought he was really cool. Um, I'm not sure I particularly care about this team. I think Kevin Knight has a lot to show, but Kashida is so flat for me at the moment that I don't know. They're gonna. I'm gonna need to see something. I really hope that yeah, Kushida's able to um, to get it back. He hasn't wrestled in months. Um, it would be it would be really cool. Like Kevin Knight is. Got all the fucking upside in the world, man. Mm-hmm. The sky is the limit for Kevin Knight, so yeah. I'm really excited to see that. And teaming with a, you know, a legend, I would say, like Kushida, a junior legend. Um, yeah, man, um, I'm jacked. I'm jacked for it. Like, I I really hope that Kushida can get back up to speed really fast, because um, God knows if he's going to be, you know, feeling feeling ragged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I th- I think. Uh... I know it's a, whenever these kind of pairings happen and they're just sort of dropped in together, it's always going to be interesting to see, you know, what happens. But but maybe we see the start of something cool, you know, a different kind Definitely. of turn. Or maybe maybe Kevin Knight is the vehicle for Kushida to change his attitude. You know what I mean? Maybe he's unhappy with his partner, or you know, you could just anything to make anything happen for him is what I would like to see. <laughs> Do something. Just like you're, you're do meme anything. The, like, do something. Poking, 
poking Kushida with a stick and be like, do something. Yeah, do it. Now, at first, this next team, I thought they'd done my boy Clark dirty, but the more it marinates, the more excited I actually get about the wild hips, Clark Connor and Rayusuke Taguchi. Uh, I also think it would be great if Taguchi came out in the same gear as Clark Connors. They come out as wild <laughs> safari men together. That would be uh, pretty enjoyable, I think. They, um, what, what were we calling them? Uh, I, well, I was leaning towards the funky rhinos, but I, I like the wild funky hip. rhinos. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I just i i don't i don't know. I think you're more excited for it than I am. Um, Look, I'm making I feel it like work. yeah. Kind of feel like Clark got done done a little bit dirty. I wonder if maybe um, he's going to play the straight man for Taguchi, or is like Taguchi going to like r- have his influence rub off on Clark a little bit? Um, I don't want to talk about Taguchi rubbing off anymore. Please stop me. I would just love it if Taguchi kept his pants on for these matches. I think that would yeah. Be good fun. luck with that. Yeah, I don't think that's how it's going to work out, but. But yeah, um, we'll see. We will see. I have faith in Clark, though. I feel like he's going to deliver. So we'll see how it goes. Um, well, I'll be watching these with great aplomb because, uh, as we all know, Rosuke Taguchi, my wife's other favorite wrestler. She's my wife's favorite junior. Look at this tag so. team. This could uh, be a match made in heaven for you guys. You love Clark. She loves Taguchi. Maybe maybe that's the symbiosis you need. The synergy. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Yeah. Uh, after that, we've got United Empire, who are the current champions. Um, I don't think they're going to win. They are the champions. But uh, I think they're, the they're going to be very dominant and then sort of get pipped to the post would be what I was thinking. I just I just, uh, I, I had this vision in my head of me talking to my wife, darling, come with me and we'll watch the wild hips. Yeah. Come with me. <laughs> and she's <laughs> like, it's too late at night. And you're like, no, I'm talking about. Talking about Taguchi and no, no, no. Clark Yeah, exactly. Talking about Taguchi and Clark Connors. Um, is there an opportunity? Now I see all these teams. It's a very competitive field, and the champions are in this. Is there an opportunity, the way the bracket is worked out, to end up with some kind of crazy draw scenario where we end up having like a four-team scramble at Wrestle Kingdom to get more people on that show? Oh. Um, have, have we gone through all the teams so far? Nope, we're still going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Because let's come back to that. All right, we we'll, can see we'll what, speculate. What like four teams we would want to, uh, yeah, to yeah. see in there. These are best case, worst case <laughs> questions. You're right. Uh, next is Team Leo, which is Leo Rush and Yo. None of these are how official. how what strange pairing, eh? Very weird, very weird. Um, yeah, but whatever, whatever gets more like Leo Rush mm-hmm. out there, like. When he's not wrestling, it's it's a sad time. I like to see Leo Rush, and he's frequently not wrestling. Hopefully, he can yeah, uh, hopefully. he can string together some consistency here. I I like seeing Leo Rush, but it gets frustrating because you kind of see him and you're like, let's go, let's let's see a bit of a run here, and then he just disappears. You know what I mean? Which is annoying. Yeah. So if he could pick up some consistency in New Japan, I would love to see him be a part of the roster. If he's just here for Hell a yeah. cup of coffee, I don't terribly care. Yeah. I, I, and this this match is uh, well. This pairing is going to fight for a lot of my bandwidth because, like, man, I don't give half a shit about yo. <laughs> I, but I like Leo Rush. Yeah, maybe Leo could ride in in one of Yo's many pockets. <laughs> 
It's a throwback joke. He's got joke. him strapped to his back. Yeah, it's a throwback yeah. joke. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, All the then, way to like episode two, man. Yeah, like, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, then uh, we've got the team of the LIJ juniors, which is our boy Teets uh, and Bushi. These guys can make a run at this tournament, bro. These guys could be a, a dark horse winner of this tournament here. Putting my money on Teton, buddy. On Teets. On Teets. Yeah. Like, that that team, like, yeah, they did just lose to uh, to the tag team champions, but, like, I think that they, like, they've got so much potential and they've got so much that they are going to do in this in this world, a super junior tag team, the Sujus yeah. here. You're gonna see some fucking shit come from this tag team, buddy. I'm so excited, man. You, I mean, you know what? I love my fucking, I love my Teton, but like, I'm so amped. Yeah. This is I'm what so he's here amped. for, though. This is what he's been brought for to like team with Bushi and give them a, a junior tag and to elevate Bushi and to do all those things. So I think we could see some some really cool stuff out of these guys. Uh, and then the, yeah. then the last team is Baylet Club. It's Chris Bay. And it is Austin. Ace Austin. Ace Austin. I was going to say Austin Aries, but that's an entirely different problem. Uh, but I'm ready to get finessed. Chris Bay, finally in Japan. I'm fucking pumped on it. Oh, man. Why? Why is it taking so long, Chris? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I love it. I, lo- I love this tag team. This Again. tag team is going to be the shit. It's yeah. going to be so good. There's so many fucking dope yeah, teams dude. in here. All right. So best case, worst case then. So best case teams there's many so i'm gonna say my best case is some kind of tie where we just have a big multi-man uh and i would be saying taco bell linderman uh versus united empire versus bailet club versus lij oh i don't want to leave robbie out but i don't think tiger mask fits in the pace of that kind of match it's tough right hmm this is the, like I'm so amped for Super Junior Tag League There's right now. So many good, so teams. much more than World Tag League potential. Win, like just this, okay? People who could potentially win realistically, Taco Bell Lindemann could win, Suzuki Gun could win, uh, Flying Tigers could win, uh, United Empire could win, yeah, Lij could win, Bullet Club could win, Funky Rhinos. I mean, the Wild Hips could win for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? Leo could win. How's to talk? Everybody, except for maybe Kushida and Kevin Knight, I would say probably are out of it. But any of the others could be potential winners. Yeah, like, and the only reason that they're out of it is because Kevin Knight's still technically a young lion right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, there's that that entire field is so wide open and there's so much talent. Like, people are sleeping on this Super Junior Tag League, dude. It's going to be the shit. It's yeah. going to be so much fun. It's going to be dope, eh? All right, so if we just had to do the results of this, who do you think wins the Super Junior Tag League? Who do you think are the winners at the end? Go pick one team. One team. Flying Tigers. That's it. Your best case is Flying Tigers, or you think that's if i have to pick one team uh-huh. i would probably pick flying tigers and and it sucks because i want to i want to count out i want to count on on teton uh-huh. doing something special uh-huh. i want bullet club to do something special like ace austin and, and uh, chris bay are both fucking off the chart good uh-huh. um man like 
But if I'm thinking about like what would be the best matchup, a fresh matchup for Wrestle Kingdom with one one competitor, or I'm sorry, one tag team uh, each, it's going to be Empire versus Flying Tigers. Like I think that would be a fucking great match. It would be. It'd be really cool. It'd be really. And I think cool. you'd probably. Be, oh, God damn it. God damn it! Well, this is so wide open. I know. See, well, I don't really you... think there's a yeah. There's not a worst. There's not a worst case scenario here. No. No, Kashid is the worst case scenario. But like we said, we we're not in it. Um, I would say I if don't, I, I don't think he is. Kashid is yeah. a fucking badass. Yeah. Like, and, he, and Kevin he, Knight's like, a badass too. Have... I just I'm not pumped on him right now. That's the only thing. That's um, fair. That's fair. Okay, my best. So okay, so that's your best case. My best case is Taco Bell Linderman. But them debuting like as strong hearts. Oh, so then come Wrestle Kingdom, that's the bill, right? It's strong hearts versus United Empire. And and Zayn is a strong heart along with El Lindeman and Shima and, and all the boys. You talked me into it. T Hawk. You, you talked me into that. <laughs> I always awesome. you're so easily swayed every time I start these oh. arguments. Imagine strong hearts though. But also oh. but then also Robbie joins also. <laughs> And Alex Zane joined them. And yeah. fucking dude, having having like strong hearts be like a TMDK style faction in, in New Japan would be the shit. It would be so good. See these eyebrows? Interested. That's what's up. I see these eyebrows. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. All right. That's that's a great best case. Uh but yeah, like you say, no fucking downside in Super Junior Tag League. It's so dope. I'm so fucking pumped for so many of these combinations. It's gonna yeah. be killer. Worst case scenario. For Super Junior Tag League, uh, I think this probably two. probably House of Torture. Mm, I wasn't even thinking House of Torture. I was thinking Leo. I love Leo Rush. Yeah, but oh, I man. also don't like Yo. I hate Yo. I hate him. I don't care about Yo. I don't hate him. I I hate's a very strong word. I just I don't hate, especially for someone who I I don't hate him because that would mean that i think about him at all yeah well actually let me let me put this out here for anybody listening i don't hate anybody on the new japan roster ever just sometimes i nothing them and nothing them and apathy is sometimes worse because i want to be like pumped about my wrestling and when i'm like oh this fucking guy they can always bring me back but unfortunately sometimes they build up a bit of a run where they have been so nothingy for a while that it's it's hard to make me give a fuck, but but there's always the opportunity. Definitely. Uh, so, see, I I would say Kashida, but I did. Kevin Knight has been very impressive, and so I think he has the opportunity to put on some amazing shit. I'm gonna go Leo. It's my worst case scenario. That's fair. Mm. It's totally fair. Yeah. Like like this I is just... the worst case scenario, right? Yo is boring. Leo Rush does really well. They win the World Tag League. They go to Wrestle Kingdom. They lose, and then Leo Rush never wrestles in New Japan again. Like, and it was just all for no reason. And it just eats opportunities, and nobody cares. Like, that's worst case. What a what a fucking bummer that would be, eh? <laughs> what a fucking bummer. Why did we do? Um, why do we always do worst case scenario second? Like, we should really do worst case scenario should, first, and then hype ourselves up on the on the best case afterwards. Let's 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 run down a best case scenario. Uh, so, 
best case scenario, could they do something with LIJ? They did just lose. Yeah, but but it wasn't like they lost in a, oh, you've just been fucking flattened. It was like a narrowly lost because they're a brand new tag team and they're figuring it out is is how I took it, you know? And it felt like the beginning of the story of a tag team. So right now, United Empire got their number and they got them beat. But United Empire have been doing this for a little while now. These guys have only just started. And they're both very talented, so where are we going? So is this, do they use Super Junior Tag League as the vehicle to begin, like, LIJ's rise? Sharpening their knives. Yeah, exactly. Starting to pick up wins, figuring it out, working together, develop, like, maybe they develop, like, a quality tag finisher, like, between both of them that's, like, devastating. And, you know, and begin to tell that story of them, yeah, like you say, sharpening their knives and swords until they eventually re-meet United uh, Kingdom at the Dome and are able to beat them. That'd be fucking awesome. Because oh, it, man, there's so many good options. Because LIJ are fucking merch sellers. You know what I mean? Bushi's yeah, a fucking are. merch seller. People can say what they want about his, you know, singles run and wanting to see him wrestle and shit like that. That guy sells things. You know what I mean? Like, how many people in the crowd wear his masks all the time, you know? Uh, they, they sell LIJ merch everywhere. Okay, cool. So let's look at what we've got in Bushi. We've got a fashion fucking icon that everybody loves buying his shit. They want to see him wrestle, but he maybe doesn't deliver in the ring. Cool. Let's get one of the best luchadors in the world, tag him with him, hide his weaknesses, and turn them into the coolest luchador tag team in New Japan. Like, dig. That's dig what it. they're doing, right? That's what they're doing. Get a bit of that fashion Fucking sprinkle that on Teton. He's wearing a fucking headdress. Next minute, he's strutting out. Fucking Bushy's there. There's lights flashing in their masks and shit. People are buying the masks hand over fist. Like, it's a money-making machine, bro. I want a Teton shirt so fucking bad, dude. (laughs) I want to rep Teton so fucking hard. Exactly. And then everyone's like, who's Titan? And you're like, it's Teton. It's Teton, you fucking pleb. It's Teton, you ignorant fuck. (laughs) When we start winning uh, arguments in our head like this, it's probably time to start wrapping it up. It is eh? start to ra- wrap it up. What time is it there, Curtis? 3.34 in the a.m. 3.34 in the a.m. The dark hour, yeah. the witching hour. Normally the, the time that people hour, would start to browse the dark web looking for things they shouldn't be involved in. But if they are going to do that, oh what the, should they do to protect themselves online as they're trying to find pictures of murder? Well, if you're trying, I took it as dark if you're as trying I possibly to find could. some, this is fucking bad. If you're trying to find something, you shouldn't be. No, trying no, to wait, find. wait, 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 wait. The sponsors are never gonna sign. We we need to we need to start this again real quick because the sponsors are never gonna sign off on us saying that the best way that people can watch videos of murder, actual real life murders, by using their their product. Yeah, no. So, so the, the, I'm not the editing way, it out. I'm just saying I just need yeah. to change the segue a little bit. And no the matter segue what you're is, looking for online. And if somebody, if the the dark side of the web is trying to come for you, this is what other people are doing yes. to you. You're trying to protect against that dark energy. What would you do? You would go to NordVPN. See, what you're going to do is go. anything, anytime you're online, yes. they're taking your information. If you're online on Amazon and you're just buying, buying things or looking at stuff to buy, or maybe like me, you, you go online to do, you know, uh, your, your NHS, um, health system. You're like, you're going online to refill your prescriptions and things like that. 
this is information that people can collect on you. If you don't want them collecting that information from you, you go to NordVPN and you grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash shorts to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's a completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. See what you do is you pick the level of security that you want from NordVPN. They will help protect you while you live online. It's so hard to live online in today's society without a VPN because you're exposed and you don't want to be exposed. You want to be safe, secure. You want NordVPN to wrap around you like a comfy blanket. Keep you warm. That's what we need. That's what they do. That's it. That's all you need. And you can do it simply by going to nordvpn.com slash shorts. That's it. That's right. That's what's up. I feel good about that one. Keeps you safe. Keeps your keeps your information safe. Mm-hmm. It supercharges your, your subscriptions to streaming uh, services and things like that. Mm-hmm. Just can't be beaten. Exactly. Can't Browse beaten. the interwebs in other, company, uh, in other countries, use streaming services in different countries. It, it does it all. It's amazing. I use it literally every day and I love it. Now tell the people where to find you online, Curtis. Well, if you'd like to find me online, you can uh, find me by listening to the Throw and Dice podcast. You can find me by listening to the Okada Short. Oh, this is the Okada yeah, Shorts podcast. You can find it's him 3:35 here. It's 3.35 a.m. You're finding him right now. You can find me by listening You've to the Spark it. Foundation podcast. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, username LDestructo83, all one word. Uh, and then... And, and, Sorry, I've hit the wall. <laughs> and also you? on the and also on the Countout Network, where you can catch you can all other great down. shows from all our friends, Ringside Radio, Your Dose of Death, How to Tell Your Friends About Wrestling, uh, Independent Waters. They're all there, and that's also where you find our home of Okada Shorts. We also have a Patreon over there where you can go and listen to great extra content from all of the creators uh, there. And if... I think, as Curtis says, if you find the naive business model of giving us money for, well, giving away content for free, oddly charming, you can reward us with gifts of money by doing that over at the Patreon, which works out well for everybody. Um, You can also find myself online with my podcast, Faces and Feels, at Faces Feels Cast on all social media. That's my interview series where I interview professional wrestlers from around the world. Uh, And you can check out the awesome at Riff Your Pod for the gentleman that made our dope podcast theme, the Okada's Shorts theme. The best theme in all of wrestling. <laughs> in all of wrestling. In all of wrestling. Who who's Take the it. who is the second best theme behind ours? Um, I don't know, man. Probably Tai Chi. <laughs> It goes us, then Tai Chi, then sure. the rest. Okay. Then Shawn Michaels. <laughs> then Shawn Michaels. Then Anoki. Then uh, like Steve then, Austin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, God. You're, you're at the end now. He's at the wall. Yeah. Exactly. I'm Curtis's finished. face I'm done. is I'm finished. Done. Exactly. <laughs> we want to thank everybody for listening. We've uh, flamed out in the final minutes of this as we've spiraled into insanity. So I do want I was to say so awake when we start. I know, and now it is so asleep. So rate and subscribe, listen Ooh. or die, keep it right, keep it tight, and most importantly, keep it what? 
Count Out Podcast.